Aftershark MMA Show. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com, and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com, and the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Three. All right, guys, we're back on the show. Today, I got a very special guest, Joshua Mandia from Florida. How you doing today, Joshua? Uh, doing great, Mark. How you doing up there? Good, good. How's Florida? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we seem to have avoided every major hurricane in certain spots, but I think uh, <laughs> there's more coming. It's uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty rainy down here, windy, but uh, beautiful as always. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it was kind of interesting. So everybody's be listening to this. Uh, I I posted an ad on like some group asking for MMA fighters to want a podcast interview, and Joshua responded because he wanted to talk about the COVID situation, right, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. So so while we're here, if I go ahead and get right into it. <laughs> well. Um... I'll, I'll tell my standpoint from it. Um, I've been uh, training mixed martial arts. You know, we most of us have since we were kids, but never competed professionally. Um, I had a lot of pro- uh, friends fight professionally, even in the UFC. Um, and uh, right now, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than most, but I'm, I went for my professional debut. Uh, it was supposed to be August 1st, Panama City, beat down at the beach. I spent a lot of money on just the physical. The physical alone could not find a doctor in the world to give it. Uh, I had to pay thousands out my pocket. 
And then uh, the day before weigh-ins, the, uh, the event was canceled. Well, not the event, but my fight, along with many others. The heavyweight championship match for that fight league, the welterweight champion, uh, my fighter had to pull out either for, well, of course, it, the reason is whatever, but um, either it was not getting the physical done or something else. So it's just, uh, and ever since then, it's been really tough to find a matchup to get on uh, because of this whole COVID thing. So I'm kind of in the spot where I'm ready to travel abroad if need be. Wow. Now, why is it so expensive for medical? Like, I mean, what do they do with the medical? Just take your blood and take your blood pressure? Like, what, what do they do? What's that in common? Uh, yeah, all of that, it's, uh, it's basically just short of what uh, a special forces workup. Uh, you know, um, where uh, they, you get an MRI, you get the blood work, you get the EKG, and uh, it's just very difficult to get these procedures done. Like an MRI, uh, I think the insurance companies charge like $5,000 for it, uh, but you could find them and get them cash for less than a thousand. Uh, then the EKG, uh, I kind of don't really want to say what I had to do to get that, but well, since it's a problem, I had to fake a heart attack to get it. Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah, just just because I could not, I'm a veteran and couldn't get the VA to do any of the procedures because the VA facilities are uh, are pretty stacked up with uh, patients, you know. So uh, the the I had to go all the way to Panama City to get the EKG just because I was up in the town. I was like, I really need to get this done. I've had to go to Tampa for the MRI. I've had to get the blood work locally. Uh, it's just been a nightmare just to get the physical done. So I noticed this with a lot of fighters uh, not being able to do their matchup, fight events getting, or uh, fights getting canceled and stuff like that. And it, it's really starting to bother me, you know, uh, on uh, many levels. Wow. Yeah, I, I never knew that they got, they, what the, the workup was so, so extensive. I thought it was just like, you know, they check to make sure you're not on steroids, check your blood pressure, maybe yeah. give you a little stress test. I didn't know they did, did MRIs. And yeah, well, I'm a, Wow. I guess because I'm used to, like, the amateur circuit, you know? My right. To do it, and, and it wasn't that involved at all. Wow. Yeah. With professional, and uh, because of my age, uh, I think being over 35 years old, because of my age, it's been really tough to, to do because they have to do a full workup, like I said, kind of like a special forces uh, physical without the finger up the, you know what? You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, yeah. so yeah, it's, uh, you gotta really pay the price if you want to fight professionally and each state has different rules. Like the Florida state boxing commission didn't require everything that I had to do. I think it was mainly the promoter, uh, that, and, the, uh, whoever was sponsoring the event, but I did it. And then the day before weigh-ins, I get a, uh, I get a call, uh, said my fight was canceled. Um, and I, uh, I have my lawyer contact the promoter cause I haven't even been able to talk to them. They won't respond to me, uh, to, and they guaranteed me another fight, which is coming up. Uh, I think they said after December, you know, so I just, uh, I don't want, you know, the training alone is brutal enough, you know, and then to, you know, you get, I mean, a day away from weigh-ins told, Hey, you're not going to fight. That really hurts the fighter's spirits, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. you're putting in all that time and effort, and then, you know, that gets taken out from underneath you. Wow. I so know. Now, if there wasn't for the COVID situation now, then you would be able to get a test done, no problem, right? It's just because all the hospitals now 
are focusing on COVID patients. Yeah, and you know, if uh, a lot of, and I believe you have to update your physical every year. Uh, maybe not the full workup, but um, you know, just a checkup. So um, I don't see it getting any better. And I understand why uh, UFC bought an island out in the out in the Middle East. It's like yeah. if, if yeah. that's what we got to do, that's what we got to do. But you know, I, I want to fight in my hometown. I want my friends to see me. Uh, I had a lot of family coming to the event, a lot of people, and it was a pay-per-view event. So just the the losses on that, you know, I, I can't even calculate. You wow. know, oh, and didn't even get to throw a punch or a kick or choke or whatever. What was the organization again? I know it was Impact Promotions out of Panama City. Uh, the event was Beat Down at the Beach 13 in Panama City on August 1st. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... Now, I'm um, sure, I mean, because, like, even Bellator took a long time. Yeah, Bellator, uh, my, I believe my the guy I was matched up with, uh, his name is Carlos. He's, uh, he fights out of Columbus, Georgia, and I think he's under Bellator. So he, if he couldn't even get his his uh, stuff taken care of, I don't know the reason why uh, I, the matchup didn't happen. I know I did my part, you know. Okay. Uh, so I mean, uh, and I haven't, I don't know Carlos personally, but uh, I do know he trains out of Georgia and he's under Bellator. But did they tell you it was because of he couldn't get a health checkup, or was it because of injuries, or? No, I don't. I don't think they they could really, you know, disclose that information to another fighter. But uh, I got, it was uh, one of many things. Either he couldn't get the physical done, uh, maybe he got injured, maybe he got sick, maybe he got the corona. Um, I actually heard uh, all three of those excuses for why the all the fights were canceled. But I heard the event still went on. Uh, I didn't even watch it. I was actually going to go and watch it, but I didn't even because I was so angry. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, so they still had the event. So, I mean... I don't know what to expect from like these smaller promotions. It's not like they got the money that the UFC has to get their own island. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's plenty of islands out there, Mark. <laughs> there are plenty of them, <laughs> but they're all going underwater. That's the problem. Because <laughs> of all the flooding, right? All the oh, hurricanes. yeah. Wow. Yeah, definitely. So, how, how did you get into mixed martial arts in general? Like, you said you were from New Jersey. Um, I, yeah, I'm originally from New Jersey, Red Bank. We came to Florida in 89, and I had an older brother, four years older than me, who was uh, built like a brick, uh, you know, a brick what house. Um, Try not to use profanity. And yeah. uh, he, he he liked to throw the boxing gloves on me and throw a beating to me every once in a while. And then he'd get his friends to do it. So by the f time I was 15, I had started wrestling for Springstead High School down here in Florida. Um, and, um, I learned a lot. So by the time, you know, I had the boxing background, the, uh, the wrestling right there. So by the time I was 18, I was able, I was able to thrash my brother and a lot of his friends on the street. So <laughs> at the age of 20, I went in the Marine Corps and I was infantry. Uh, I was actually an instructor, a combat instructor for, uh, four years up in Monaco, but you do a lot of martial arts training. It's mainly, uh, I would say like Krav Maga. Okay. Uh, it's mainly like street defense where you're trying to disarm people from their weapons and, uh, you know, kill with one shot. Okay. Uh, I did, uh, I was uh, part of Team Irvin and Dalla up in Northern Virginia. Uh, the instructor, Chad LeBron, was under Henzo in New York. 
Um, so I learned a lot from them. And uh, after I got out, I mean, the training for mixed martial arts never stops. You, you started as a, brave, as a baby. You come out the yeah. room or come out the womb, and you learn how to breathe. First thing first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> after that, yeah, I did uh, army combatives. Uh, army combatives and uh, whole, uh, you know, enough jujitsu tournaments and, and whatnot. It's a lifelong process, kind of like Bruce Lee said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. And then you had, I'm assuming you had a few amateur fights, right? Cause no, I went straight it's... professional. They oh, they really? recommended that I, they recommended that I go amateur. I was like, amateur for what? Why? <laughs> so I can I can just get hit by somebody with you know. I was like, you know what? A, a, a fighter, no one tells a fighter when he's ready to go pro. A fighter makes that decision himself because someone told Tyson at 12 years old, Tyson, that he could go pro. They believe that, and he went pro at 18. You know what I mean? But he did have plenty of amateur fights. Now, I didn't have plenty of amateur mixed martial arts fights, so they octagon. I'll tell you what, you know, I, um, I faced... <laughs> I faced people way out of my class and came out on top and I've been hit with, you know, everything that, I mean, think of a 12 year old kid getting beat up by a bunch of 16 year olds, you know, and then he comes back and just, you know, starts thrashing them. So I'm just a fighter. I don't really care about getting in the octagon. I just prefer it. You know what I mean? I don't even care about the money. It's just a plus, you know, I just, I just want to throw down, get that anger out, help myself get balanced. Uh, okay. And where do you train now? That's huh? Uh, right now I'm training at um, Gracie Baja here in Trinity. Uh, okay. And I also train extreme MMA in Hudson. Uh, okay. The extreme MMA is my octagon training. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, how, how has that been affected by the COVID? Like has the amount of students dropped at all or? Severely, severely. But I mean, the like, I think it was just, it's whatever, you know, it's like probably a good 75% drop in students. Um, I have a good training partner up in extreme MMA. He's a welterweight and uh, all the people at Gracie. I mean, Gracie's got a lot of people coming to that school. So that's really good for my jujitsu training. So um, there, there's enough people to train with, but it's getting smaller. Uh, there's less gyms open now. I mean, gyms that I used to run by for my cardio i seen clothes it's like that's just sad it, it actually breaks yeah. my heart it's like these people are yeah yeah it's uh and i'm tired of seeing it yeah, yeah i'm tired of seeing it and i want it to change and you know what being an american i was a marine a soldier uh i'm a patriot and it is my responsibility even though i'm not getting paid by the government to stand up for what's right and uh, this is uh, a lot of people's livelihood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of, I have a lot of uh, personal friends where they had, they, they lost a lot by closing their schools. I don't even know if they ever came back, to be honest with you. But yeah, I mean, I, I haven't even been training. That is wrong on <laughs> is it this thing. Hey, you're you're doing, you're doing mind training. <laughs> yeah, I, I do train the mind. Seriously, when you're not training physically, yeah, yeah I I've had to go through some intense. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's a lifelong process. You're always training. Just because you're sitting on a couch watch fight doesn't mean that you're not learning about fighting. Yeah, you know. This is true. This is true. Wow, man. Yeah. So, 
All right, so now the classes have dropped down. And so do you find yourself sticking with same partners just to be safe because of the COVID? Like, do you like, all right, I'm only gonna train with these 10 guys and that's it? Or, or you don't No, care? absolutely not. Uh, I don't care. Everybody's got someone, something to teach me and I've got something to teach everybody. So, uh, I mean, you know, the, the corona, COVID, the corona it's the flu. Yeah. Um, well, I, I will go to people's houses and train personal uh, training sessions. You know, uh, if I can't get in the gym, if I can't, I mean, but I go to the gym and I train with as many people as I can. Doesn't matter your age, height, gender, I'll train with you. Uh, you learn a lot. You'll learn just as much from a woman uh, putting you in an arm bar than a man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, you know, anybody, anybody that wants to train, anybody that wants to throw down, let's go. You know, <laughs> that's just how I do it. You learn more by diversifying, you know. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That's interesting, though. Because I, I would think, like, I know, like, with the UFC, they probably, like, I think they stick them on the island a few weeks before, right? Yes. Yeah. There's no way they can, you know, I guess each fighter brings their own special team. This way they don't get contaminated. Right. You know, that's why I was asking that question. Yeah. If you or, or any of the fighters, you know, they've been, like, isolating themselves. Or I should say isolating who they train with, right? You know, like I only train with this yeah, guy, you know, he doesn't have it, you know, and then this other guy doesn't have it. True. Yeah. When uh where where I train at, if a fighter is sick, uh they feel sick, they will train outside, train away from everybody until they feel better. Um the worst okay. thing to do is when you get uh sick is to stop training. You know yeah. what I mean? Because when the, if, if you're sick, I mean, I used to do bio, when in the army, I was a biological agent expert. I did uh NBC uh, and biological agent detection, prediction, fallout, all that good stuff was my specialty. One thing was, was prevention. When you get sick, it, you, you know, a lot of people just think stop moving and take medicine. Well, yeah, you could do that and you'll probably recover. But if you keep moving, sweat it out, uh, keep yourself healthy and happy, your body will fight it itself. And a lot of fighters know this. Almost every single fighter in the world knows this. And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, <laughs> that's just uh, that's that's my method that I use. I don't want any medications or or drugs for for sickness. You know what I mean? I don't want none of that. I need fresh air, water, yeah. food, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> wow. Now, so hopefully you yeah. get this fight coming up in December. But have you looked at anywhere else to see if you get a fight sooner than December, or are you just gonna stick with this one organization? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not gonna wait for a fight. Uh, grab. I'll, I'll do jujitsu, uh, kickboxing. Uh, but right, uh, there's a jujitsu tor tournament coming up in September. Uh, grappling Industries that I need to register for, because um, they fill up quick. Uh, it's uh, what is it called? The IBJJ or IBJJF or something. Uh, IBJJF, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like a separate organization, yeah. A grapple industry. Yeah, so. a couple of guys are, a couple of the guys are uh, from the Gracie School are going down there tomorrow down to Tampa. Um, I just, I just got back because I was actually, uh, you know, unavailable for a while. I just got back to training after uh, two week, um, a two weeks off. Oh, okay. For, 
personal stuff. Uh, okay. That's a whole other story, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it'll make you laugh. Busy, but what about like getting like a pro MMA fight? Do you have any um, chances at that, or? Well, the Impact Promotions had told my lawyer, yeah, we'll get him on the next card. And uh, he just posted on Facebook, uh, Impact Promotions just posted on Facebook that they're trying to get this event up uh, after, I think it's after December. I think he said beginning of 2021. I messaged him. I was like, hey, remember me? Put me on that card. I didn't say you owe me or nothing. I didn't want to like, you know, but hey, you know, I, I lost a few thousand dollars, you know. Um, and I don't care. Like I said, I don't care about the money. I'm not fighting for the money, but that takes food out of my mouth and, yeah. and money. I can, I, money I can give to my family or even donate to charity, you know, yeah. so that's uh that's a, that's a problem for me. But, uh, he did, they did say one of the promoters did say that, yeah, you know, Hey, we'll, uh, we'll get you another spot. So that's great. That should be coming up in a few months. But yeah, until then, I'll take kickboxing. I might even do bare knuckle fighting. A friend of mine does that uh, locally. Um, uh, his name's Reggie Pena. He does MMA, but he's he's big into bare knuckle boxing now. And I'm like, oh well, you know what? Why not? If I can't what was do his name? I, uh, Reggie Pena, Reggie the Regulator Pena. Oh, okay, all right. He, he's I, uh, he's. I had one guy on here. I'm trying to think of his name right now. He was actually on my sh on my show twice. Mm -hmm. I think it's Leo Pena. Similar last name. Um, yeah. Um, well, um, he's done everything. Like the guy's probably been in fifty fights. Like he's done oh, yeah. kickboxing, yeah. full contact karate. Uh, now he's just a bare bare knuckle fighting. Actually, I gotta get in touch with him. Okay. He was supposed to be uh, doing something with Netflix. He was supposed to be doing filming his show. I got to get in touch with that guy. Yeah, he's a real, awesome. real interesting guy. And he's not Leo young. Pena? Huh? Leo? Leo Pena? Do they call him? Uh, does, he, does he go by Leo Leo Code? That's another one of the MMA things I've seen online. It's uh, It just made the association. But he's doing bare knuckle boxing? That's awesome. Yeah, actually, I can tell you right now. Let me see if I find his name. Trying to get him from my website here. Give me a second here. Uh, if you look up Reggie Pena too, uh, Reginald Reggie Pena, I think he's like eighteen and six or something like that as a mixed martial artist. I don't know what his uh, his boxing record is for bare knuckle, but uh, both of us, like Reggie, uh, trained at Springstead High School after me, after I left because I actually got kicked out for fighting, <laughs> and I went to a different high school. Uh, we went to the same high school and uh, wrestled with Corey Hill. He was season. I want to say season five Ultimate Fighter, uh, 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 Pulver versus Penn. Okay. Was, uh, yeah. I just, the, I just looked at the guy's name. His name is Leo Pla. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know what state he's from, but he, he was a real interesting guy to talk to. Like, I mean, he's he, you name it, he's done it. Like, bare knuckle, <laughs> MMA, kickboxing, karate, like. And he's not young either. I think he's like got to be forty now, at least. Um, he's got like I think combined. Yeah, hey. got, I think if you add up all his fights, he's got like fifty fights. And he still gets up. He gets oh up yeah. At, I think five o'clock. I mean, I don't know what he's doing now with COVID. I, I gotta get in touch. 
you get up at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> to work out to get like two hours of working out before you go to work. And he worked full time too. He worked a full time job. Um, and he would do his MMA, whatever the training was, kickboxing or jiu-jitsu early in the morning before he went to work. Then he go to after work, he would go to the gym to do his regular workout. And a lot of dedication there. Yeah. Yeah, you need it in your life, you know, especially when we get older, right? Yeah. Because we need more to keep us physically occupied as we get older. Otherwise, we sit on the couch and die heart attacks. Yeah. You know? This is true. This is true, man. <laughs> yeah, so me, I'm, I'm, I'm in my late 30s, and uh, I'm not ready to do yet. You know, I'm not ready. But I know if I just sit around and do nothing, that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, yeah. it's proven. You know, health declines and you start thinking about money or uh, popular or whatever you're thinking about while you're sitting on that couch, you know, just help. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to keep the body moving. <laughs> yeah. You're still young, though. You're yeah, young. exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, this, this was interesting having you on the show, man. I, I appreciate it. And then, do you have any sponsors now, or? Huh? I don't have any sponsors. I don't have any sponsors. I don't really uh, need it, you know. Oh, sorry, we broke up. No, no, you're saying you don't have any sponsors now? You're definitely looking for sponsors? Uh, no, I'm not even looking for sponsors. I just fight. I don't really care. If someone wants to sponsor me, fine. But, I mean, if someone thinks that they're throwing money in my face and I'm going to do what they tell me to do, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, I'll fight who they tell me to fight, but it's if I like fighting, you know what I mean? If I like fighting, I don't care about those. That's the problem is, is that with me is I can't be bought. I do have a price, but I can't be bought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, this was great having you <laughs> so, on. Yeah, the show. I mean, if there are sponsors out there, I'll take them, but. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody's listening out there, if they want to give like a, uh, Sponsor Josh, look him up. You have like, uh, like where would people get a hold of you? Do you got a website or is it just Facebook? Like, how would people get in touch with you through your Facebook account? Oh, wow. We're, it's breaking up a little bit. Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I got a couple of Facebook I have a Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah. What's your Facebook account? All right, I hear I have Facebook. And it is just look for Josh. <laughs> it's her K N O X. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have has been lead. <laughs> it's breaking up, guys, because it's live. All right, Josh, you there? Yeah, he's breaking up. Maybe he just has to reconnect. Hello, Josh. Hello? All right, guys, I think I think that's it. I think we lost him. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. We'll we'll take a, a, a break. We'll come back. Are you there, Josh? 
Yeah, I'm I'm back doing. Sorry about that. Turn All right, on why. Back on. This is a live interview. That's, that's complications when you do live over the internet. Well, anyway, man. So it's good to see that you know. Hopefully, you get this fight coming up and everything works out for you. It was great having you on the show, talking about this COVID situation. I thought it was kind of unique, and uh, that's pretty much it, man. I appreciate it. You there? Can you hear me? Hey, no problem. Uh, my, you go under Joshua Media or Media? I can't hear you. What? I was talking on my Twitter. It's Joshua Mandy or Dan Mandy. Oh, okay. Twitter. I'm following a lot of them. I have fighters out there, like uh, my friend Nate Diaz. Yeah. Okay. All right, buddy. It was great having you on the show. All right, Thank everybody. So be much. back after the short break. Have an awesome one. Take care. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. All right. Thanks, Mark. Have a good one. Hi everyone, are you looking to, to increase your income and make your life more fulfilling? Well, check out this Facebook page called Mindset for Limitless Success. In fact, if you join now, you get a $200 dining voucher just for joining up. Check it out. Again, the name of the group is Mindset for Limitless Success. Check it out now. Hey guys, just want to let everybody know that if you're looking for a good suspense thriller action novel, check out the book written by me, Mark Bashar, called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. If you go to my website now, Books, you can get an autographed signed copy for only $8 plus shipping. Again, go to www.retortofamilybooks.com. What's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.marktheshark.mmashow.com, where we sell T-shirts, hoodies. Crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want, check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website, sign up, take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners I listen to this podcast every week, worldwide, from everywhere. Check it out, www.marktheshark.mmashow.com. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Enjoy the show.
Marcus Sander, was a normal family man until he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned in torture. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid Get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you. <laughs>